Hi, friend. Welcome to a new episode of Empowered Connections. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm Missy. I'm a registered nurse. I'm a soul coach. I'm a Reiki practitioner and a social media creator, as well as an intuitive healer. My intention for my podcast is to create an opportunity to provide content that inspires, encourages, empowers, and uplifts people. And I'm so excited you're here. So let's get started. My special guest today is Oriana Barger. She is someone, a content creator that I met off of TikTok, who I was just really loved her content because she is a licensed uh, physical therapist assistant But she also uh, was doing videos about yoga and mindfulness and body awareness. And I just really loved her energy. And we just connected and chit-chatted back and forth for a little while. And finally, I was like, you know what? I need you on my show. I need uh, people to hear more about you and what you do. And because it's relatable and it's a lot of things that... I think a lot of people deal with, but they deal with it in the dark, or I say that, but they really just don't deal with it at all. So she is going to tell you all about herself, but I do want to say we are going to be talking about pelvic health, and there are things that come along with pelvic health that could be triggering for you. Now, while we are very mindful about that sensitive content and context, and we are clinicians, so we use clinical terms But I do want to say that if you have any kind of history of trauma with that, to please give you this trigger warning that it could be upsetting for you. Don't listen if you think it could be upsetting for you and trigger you in a way that you might not be able to bring yourself down from. However, I will say this, there could be something in here that you don't even know that you need, especially regarding pelvic health. So I do hope um, if you feel safe enough, Uh, to listen to it without being triggered. I do hope you will give it a listen because she talks about some great things, again, from a licensed um, clinician standpoint about releasing trauma and how we connect with our body. Um, I I just love her. I think she's great. Again, I found her on TikTok. Her name is Oriana Barger. Um, and she will let us know all the other ways we can connect with her in the future. So without further ado, let's get to it. Oriana, welcome to Empowered Connections. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I'm so good, honey. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you and introduce you, introduce you to this audience. I just know we're going to be enlightened and empowered by what you have to share with us today. So first, I would like you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the work that you do as well as your credentials, please, ma'am. Yeah. Um, My name is Oriana Barger. I'm a licensed physical therapist assistant, um, and I specialize in treating pelvic health and orthopedics. Um, And a lot of people always ask, oh, are you just like an aide for physical therapy? But I'm a physical therapist assistant where I get to do all the same things as the PT. I just don't get to do the initial evaluation and the progress reports. But besides that, Mm -hmm. I'm practicing full physical therapy. um, And yeah, see a lot of patients. Okay, great. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit what you're most passionate about in the work that you do? 
Yeah. So I'm super passionate about helping like the average person connect with their body. Um, I truly think that movement is medicine. And I think that people being connected with their body doesn't happen as often as could. Um, and it takes a community to to understand your body connection. Like it takes a community to want to like work out and to meditate, that kind of stuff. Like if you don't see it happening, you're probably not going to want to do it yourself. So um, I'm super passionate about just taking information that I know from my credentials, from my yoga background, meditation background, and just sharing that knowledge with people. So that way they can understand their body a little bit better and see that like, oh, movement is actually okay. And I'm actually okay in my body. I love that so much. And I think that's what attracted me to your videos in the beginning was just saying, because I do have so much, because I love that we both have the medical, you know, the, the mm -hmm. actual licensed background, but we have that yoga, that meditation, that energetics, that, uh, yeah, I just love that so much. I just love what you do. Would you be willing to share with the audience some of why you're so passionate about the work that you do? Where did, where, why did you even seek out yoga and meditation and physical therapy? And why are you so passionate about the things that you are passionate about? If you'll share some of that with uh, us. Yeah. So, um, I come from a where a lot of people in my family, um, their health isn't very good. And I think that that kind of scared me with my health. Um, we're a little bit like diabetic and just a lot of different health issues. And so I always wanted to avoid that, which led me to yoga. Um, my mom was really young when she had me and we were living in the Bay area in like Berkeley, California. So definitely a lot of yoga around there. <laughs> so yeah. when I decided that I wanted to like work out when I was out of high school, I was like, Oh, I'll do yoga. Um, so that led me to that. And, you know, I had my own like personal anxieties and mental health struggles and everything myself. So yoga really helped me understand that a lot better and helped me actually like connect with my body. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Um, and it's funny, I was actually an art major at first, but then, mm. yeah, but then uh, the universe was like, no, no, no. And it, I kept running into these like weird bad luck instances. So finally I was wow. like, you know what, I'm going to teach yoga. And a few months after teaching yoga, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to just always educate people body. And I just want to know more and more and more. Um, and that's what led me to physical therapy. The reason why I love the pelvic health portion is because when I was in school, I was just like, I don't want to like, I don't you know, what, what am I doing here in physical therapy when I'm like a yoga person? And what's beautiful is that a lot of what pelvic health does is it treats what yoga preaches. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like what led me in that path. It, it teaches what yoga preaches. Yes. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. break that down for us more, honey, for somebody who's never heard of pelvic floor health, for somebody who doesn't ever done yoga, break it down even more for us, baby. Pelvic floor physical therapy, um, I'm working at the pelvic floor. Like your pelvic floor is made of muscles, just like the rest of your body is. And so those muscles contract and relax just like other muscles do in your body, but they work automatically. Like they work with like the automatic part of your nervous system. So whenever you are stressed out, your pelvic floor will contract. And whenever you are relaxed, hopefully your pelvic floor will relax too. And so 
where I, that's what I mainly work with. Right. But a lot of what we do is train the body. Like, Hey, this is how you can get it to automatically relax with breathing. We can do full body movements. Um, we can work on digestion and your health and just kind of like meditation, mindfulness, that kind of stuff. That's what we work with in pelvic floor physical therapy. And we also, address um, trauma a lot because the pelvic floor reacts to trauma because that is a stressor. Mm -hmm. So we also work on trying to move so that way you can help to release that trauma from your body. And that's what yoga preaches. People always go to yoga and they're like, oh, your hip store emotions. And oh, like I just feel so much more grounded and connected with my breath after I do yoga class. And like, it's important to my nervous system. So the two are very much linked together. And like, this is like a perfect fit. And yeah. I love that. So when you say release trauma, um, being as delicate as we can not to trigger people, but being clinical, of course, tell us some, because some people might still be sitting here and going, Oh, I think this might resonate, but cause we, some people will hear the word trauma and think, okay, well, I haven't been assaulted. I haven't had this thing, but they might not realize that trauma can show up in even just a painful pelvic exam or and can maybe can you elaborate just a little bit on just to help people see if oh my gosh maybe this is relatable maybe this is something I need to look at deeper maybe it's not as obvious as what I think it is yeah um and even like pregnancy having children can be a pelvic floor trauma mm -hmm. so um the really fun fact is that your shoulders like your upper traps pelvic floor are the you're going through a stressor so that stressor can be you driving down the street in a really busy week after your kids kind of threw a tantrum like if you, it can accumulate and so you can just be on edge which is why people whenever they're stressed out they're like oh my shoulders are so tight the same thing happens for your pelvic floor because those things happen automatically um and then whenever it comes to other stressors in your life if you've ever felt you know i just want to say like trigger warning, you know, just, yeah. being, you know, um, but let's just say that you experienced something where somebody maybe came into your space and maybe, you know, came into your space. That's the best way I can put it. Then and and without gonna, consent, without consent. Thank you. So if they came into your space without consent, then that can make you feel a little bit more vulnerable and unsafe mm -hmm. to relax fully until, you know, you provide yourself that space to relax fully yourself or with a professional. So, um, and then with like, you know, exams and everything like that, like your pelvic floor can like some, some women that I treat, cause I treat mainly women, but men get it too. Um, some women that I treat, they'll have, you know, like really, really high sensitivity in their pelvic floor after they have a child, obviously, but then it will last a long time and it'll be so sensitive to the touch. And it's because your body remembers pain and whenever you're dealing with stressors or you're dealing with something that's coming to that area of pain and you haven't addressed it yet stress response and that pain response, which will make you a little bit more hesitant to hear. Right. So oh, yeah. if there's a, if there's someone sitting here listening to this right now and they're going, Oh my God, this is me. What do they do? Do they go, do they call their doctor? They call their OBGYN? Like even, even if it's men, who do they call? So what do you suggest? Yeah. So it depends per state, of course. And it depends which, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. 
But if so, they can go to their primary care doctor. They can go to their OBGYN. Men can go to the primary care doctor. Um, some states allow direct access where you can actually go to the physical therapist and then we can deal with insurance so that insurance will still come. Well, hoops that you have to jump through for it. I think one of the easiest ways that I've come across is when people just go to their you know, their primary care physician, if they're male or their OBGYN, if they're female. Um, and what I hear a lot is some people, some unfortunately, like doctors or even nurses will say like, you don't need that you could just do Kegels, or you could just do, you know, whatever, but fight for your rights, it's your body. And if you and not everybody knows about other people's professions and specialties. So they right. may not know about that. So don't let their opinion, you know, hinder you from getting the care that you need. Um, you know, urologists too might be a good referral. Oh source yeah. As well, especially for men who don't have an OB, um, especially men later in life, you know, they're getting their prostate exams, they're getting their PSAs drawn. So your, your urologist and women will have urologists as well. And again, it's in may and even transgender. Uh, so, so even a urologist would be a good source, um, as well. If you're just sitting here going, oh my God, well, who do I call? Just, just, just to prompt you, you know, to give you some of those, uh, possibilities as well. Cause you hit it on the nail. Um, we right now is such a great time. It's an exciting time. <laughs> let me, let me change that word. It's an exciting time to be in medicine <laughs> because there's so much that is um a little more progressive than others. And I will say what I do love is that there are so many new specialties. Yeah. Um, this is a great time for new specialties to come out. And I do, uh, while I am as a registered nurse, always going to recommend people get, you know, um, get an assessment, get seen by, you know, an MD, a nurse prac, a PA, you know, somebody with Western medicine, but as the soul coach, as the Reiki <laughs> practitioner, as the intuitive healer, I'm like, we are mind, body, spirit. And your urologist is only going to treat your body. So if you're not treating your mind and you're not treating your spirit, which is the energetics, then you're not going to have full wellness. And full total wellness is what we mean by holistic. Holistic mm -hmm. means whole. A lot of people hear the word holistic and think, oh God, they're going to give me rosemary oil to rub on my pelvic floor. Okay. <laughs> no, just holistic means we're going to address the physicality issue, but we also want to talk about your stress. We want to talk about, you know, look, do you have trauma? Do you need a PTSD? Do you need a trauma-informed therapist? Like it's just the whole body. Okay. It's the whole, the whole picture because we are more just this body we're more than just our mind and we know that because we see so many people that physically there's no reason why you should be having the problems you're having we don't see anything on x-ray we on an exam we don't feel anything we don't see anything on mri okay but i'm still having problems why is that now we got to look at the mental and the spiritual i hate that a lot of times it's the last thing that people look at but, you know, yeah. insurance isn't paying for soul coaches. <laughs> insurance isn't paying for yoga coaches. Our acupuncture, now some insurances do pay for acupressure, acupuncture. So my point is here to empower people to, like you said, take your health. You have rights. And if, you know, financially you're able to 
to yes, you know, find other avenues that can help you just don't stop until, until you're well, just don't stop until you feel whole. Um, I think one of your, I was looking back at your videos and is it, is your constipation video, your, your, (laughs) your most viral or do you have another one? I have other ones too, but they're about things that were a little bit out of my scope of practice that I was communicating about. So I, that was from like a year ago and I do hide those ones a little bit. Um, okay. Cause I've had OTs coming after me. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Or, you know, us licensed people, we love to come for others that are out of their scope. So I get that. So one of your most viral videos that I saw is the one um, you stitched a video and it was um, about somebody on vacation. They were up in the mountains, I think, talking about how they have not gone poo in -hmm. several days. And you're like, oh, I got something for that. And what I love about that is people don't realize how common that is. And again, another thing that I love about your page and something that I like to think I do on my page is letting people know you're not alone. Not only are you not alone in this, but my God, it's normal. Believe it or not, you're not broken. Believe it or not, you're not damaged. Believe it or not, you're not flawed. This is common and it's not even that hard to address. So tell us a little bit about that. That that journey. (laughs) Well, and everything that stemmed from that, because you did more videos, I think. Yeah, I got featured in like, I got featured in a few... That was a whirlwind because one of the things I wow. tell a lot, I'm like, yeah, I like all about the nervous system response too. So that definitely threw my nervous system for like a roller coaster for sure. But um, I had a viral video about going to the bathroom. People deal with constipation when they're on vacation. And I have seriously ideas for days from my yoga background, from my own body health stuff that I have. Um, and then from things that I learned in the clinic, there's so many cool moves that you can do and just like just kind of like you know connecting with your body a little bit more it can help to stem that bowel um and so the fact that a lot of people don't know that but deal with constipation in silence I'm always just like hey like I know this may seem taboo and you deal with this quietly but you're not alone and there are t- so many techniques for it so let's just go over those techniques and it was a it's been fun it definitely scared me a little bit so that's why I stopped posting them mm-hmm. for but it was fun wow interesting I didn't know that do you have a folder on your page of the constipation series so I need to make it I'm actually taking time off here next week um or two weeks yeah to kind of like update my page and my website and everything like that but it's underneath my public health um folder now and I think I'm gonna make a great Um, that'd be great because there are people who specifically yeah, they just need, yeah, because they don't need, that would be a great folder. Um, So tell us about your website. What's on there if they were to go to it? What's that looking oh, like? Well, so it's, yeah, I kind of took it down for a little bit and I'm still new in my profession. Like I've only been working here for a year. So I definitely was like just full force, just trying to like become a new physical therapy. Yeah. So it's coming up. I'm going to be putting it up in two weeks and I'm going to be putting up like, you know, videos that I have blog posts that I put up on um and I'll also be doing little options for people if they want to have like personal videos like but can always give yoga classes and I also love to do astrology too so offering little fun astrology hacks too um I'm going to have options that people can buy on that website oh I love that Oriana that's great oh I'm so happy to hear that yeah 
happy to hear that. I'm so happy to see you just, just period. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> it's so great to see somebody who is licensed, who is credible, but who is relatable. And I just, I love that about TikTok as in general, that has provided an opportunity for people like us um, to have a platform to get, to speak about what we're passionate about in a really super relatable way, because your videos are like on the floor. And what I guess is like your living room. Like, yeah, it's know. funny. I get that a lot, but I mean, I, that's kind of what inspired me um, to start posting in the first place. I was a bartender and server on top of teaching yoga for, and um, I worked at this one bar where it truly was like a community, like cheers, everybody knows your name type vibe. And yeah. that was my first real experience of community. And I was like, wow, I really, really love this. And every them that I teach yoga or that I was going to school for physical therapy, they'd always be like, man, I need that. I need that. But I just don't know how. And so I, that's why I was like so inspired to post videos for the average person just to be like, hey, we can just sit down on the floor right here. If you can't stop scrolling, we can just we can do this together. Like, let's do it together, because I think people need more of that because they don't know how to start, you know? Oh, oh my gosh. And I remember when I worked in home health, man, I loved my, I loved my physical therapy and, uh, and my occupational therapy people. And you're right. So the PT, so the physical, physical therapist or the occupational therapist would come in and do the initial assessment and then make the care plan. And then it would be the physical therapy assistant or the occupational therapy assistant that would come in and actually work with the patient typically mm -hmm. nine times. 10. And those were the ones who were coming in, in the houses, working with whatever you got, which a lot of times wasn't a lot. Like I worked in the really poor communities, like really physically and dangerous. I mean, like the houses were like physically unstable, like, like gas heaters, like oxygen with gas heat. It was clutter hoarding situation. So I was, I always admired all of us that were able to go in there and still get the job done, still take care of the patient, still meet their needs in spite of the environment. So I always loved working with, um, with the physical therapists. I mean, they always had the greatest, um, just tricks and hacks, man. Y'all are brilliant. <clears throat> truly. Um, just amazing. Now where, what part of the world are you in? Um, I am in California. <laughs> oh, California. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm so okay. So you have your website that will be up and running mm -hmm. and you will bring some things there. You have your TikTok. What else do you have? How else can people, since they obviously can't go and work with you in California, how can they find you and how are you going to stay connected? Anything else just besides the website and TikTok? Instagram, um, which is at Oriana Bagger. Uh, you know, I've been going back and forth on how I'm going to go about my future because I love working with people, but working two mm -hmm. patients every single hour is a little bit tiring. Um, so, and I want to do some of my fun, like spiritual, I'm going to be learning how to do Reiki here really soon too. Oh. Yeah. I want to be able to incorporate that fun spiritual my every day um so i'm i'm figuring it out but people can do like i i might i may do live yoga classes in the future on youtube that kind of we'll see well you know i do so i teach zoom well i've been teaching zoom classes online 
Zoom classes since, I mean, for two years now, since the pandemic. And I teach empowerment classes. I taught a yoga class with a, a licensed uh, trauma-informed yoga teacher out in Arizona. I'd love to do some work with you, Oriana. Oh, that'd be so fun. Because I, everything I, because I have free license to do what I want in those. And we do the metaphysical stuff. We do the spiritual stuff. We do the empowerment stuff. Um, we do breathing, we do meditation. So I would love to collab with you on some things like that. And, and that's outside of our license. Like that's, that's functioning, that's ethical, it's moral, we're functioning, especially once you have your Reiki, because I'm Reiki level two practitioner as well. So I would love to future stuff with you as well that would be amazing it's a great opportunity for us these kinds of things there's so many things that we can do outside of our licensure that is ethical it's moral we know it has value and we're able to help people in so many ways that that we know that they need it um what do you want people to know oriana what's a message you there that you just want people to know in general yeah um your life like what you do needs purpose if you're trying to work out and strengthen purpose if you're trying to like have a better daily life daily routine you have to have purpose and so the reason why I say that is because some people will just kind of get like secondhand purpose from somebody they'll hear something be like oh I guess I have to I guess I need to move I guess I need to kind of like do better for my mental health but it's not until you find your reason why that you find that purpose to do better and it's okay if you don't have that yet because life is full of ups and downs but um don't try to force until you truly know what your purpose is and then follow that purpose follow that passion follow that because that's what's going to make your nervous system turn back on like you feel in alignment with the feel connected with your own soul and your own body and until that point we don't want you to just like going through the motions um if it does that's just beautiful that's just beautiful. And I think that's just a great place to end right there. As licensed clinicians, we do have to function within the scope and we are limited in what we can sit here and be like, oh, you have this, you should do this. Like we have to kind of, so please visit her videos and once she has her blog and all those things up and running, because we do have to be mindful, you know, with the people that are listening, we don't know your comorbidities we don't know your physical yeah. limitations your mental your spiritual if you have ptsd we can trigger you so we have to be mindful in that capacity i always want this material and information to be sensitive and to be mindful but always giving you more opportunities more avenues she has y'all she has so <laughs> many so just if you have time sit and scroll but more importantly talk to your healthcare practitioner. Maybe you didn't know that this was common. Maybe you have issues surrounding your pelvic floor that you just didn't even know. And you thought, well, I'm weird. It's embarrassing. It's not. We have seen and heard it all a hundred times. There's nothing you can say or do that we haven't heard and or dealt with. Mm -hmm. So we have oftentimes um, personal experience so it can be very relatable for us we you might be surprised when you're very honest with your practitioners you might be surprised at the compassion you're met with because of what they've experienced in their own personal lives and or with loved ones so just please be honest with us hopefully you have a practitioner 
that um, you feel so, so safe with. And if you don't, please find a new one. Um, check with your insurance company. Uh, see who your, your options are. Your insurance companies always have a website. And they always have a website and they always have a list of practitioners. You can even call, but I find it's really easy just to get on there and look for practitioners and see. I can read their ratings. I can read their reviews because I'll cross-reference. Girl, I'll cross-reference all damn day. <laughs> damn, I will cross-reference. I will look online. I'm looking on the website. I'll look at their, you know, Google reviews. I'll, I mean, like I do all of that and just, um, but more importantly, what I do is before I find a practitioner, whether it's a yoga teacher, cause I do all kinds of mindful movement stuff mm -hmm. before I do of that I always ask to be intuitively guided to the practitioner that's going to help me the most and then I look and I just see the one that I feel most guided to and usually that's my intuition my guides the universe letting me know all right Missy this one's going to be in alignment with you and you're going to feel safe and energetically you're just gonna you know really mesh with them so I find that helps me when I am looking for a new teacher coach practitioner something like that do you have any I, tricks or anything? Um, yeah. So I don't, I have this one saying that I remind myself of sometimes because I've definitely dealt with some, you know, gaslight care mm -hmm. as a patient myself. So I always remind myself that every practitioner person with a very highly educated opinion. So they're very educated, but it is and it's okay if their opinion and their energy doesn't match with your energy and if you don't feel safe or if you don't feel sure moment you know connect with listen to what your inner voice has to say and then I feel like the more that you connect with that inner voice and you follow your intuition the more that it will guide you like how you're saying like you'll kind of look online you'll be like you know what maybe I'll try this one and then you'll be how much really is there for you you know so true. So true. Oriana, thank you for being here with me today. And thank you for um, sharing yourself with us. And especially right now, happening in the collective. Um, thank you for having the courage to put yourself on video and speaking truth, even if it's not popular, especially with the astrology and the energetics, we need you more than ever. So please continue, uh, because it is very important what you're doing and I think it will only grow and I'm just putting out in the universe that I cannot wait to collaborate with you in the future, because I know there are a lot of people listening, um, that will benefit greatly from the kind of work that we're putting out there and others like us in this community that are putting out um, really mindful, soulful content and information that's going to help the collective in ways that they've never really had access to in a mainstream way that's very relatable. So thank you, honey. Yeah. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. We'll manifest. I will talk to you sometime in the future. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Friend, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope that you will subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss a new episode. I would also love for you to visit my website, www.nursemissy.com 
Com. You can schedule an appointment with me. You can sign up for my free Zoom classes. Um, you can also check out my resource page. You can email me, missy at nursemissy.com. You can find more of my content on TikTok uh, at That Nurse Missy. My Instagram is That Nurse Missy as well. Um, friend, please remember that you lack nothing and you are worth everything that it takes to heal and be well because you are not created to live a mediocre life. You run this friend. <laughs>